Droppe Gaming. Droppe Gaming. Droppe Gaming. Droppe Gaming. Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 91 of the Droppe Gaming Podcast. Yay! <laughs> we, we have a. Yay. Yeah, we've got a, a full group with us this time um, because this is a bit of a special episode, as we alluded to uh, in the last episode and probably the the you know, few preceding that one. Um, we've been now online for five years. Drop Bear Gaming is five. Isn't that amazing? Yeah, it's time to start yeah. school. Yeah, actually educate ourselves. <laughs> well, that's that's obviously what happens when Drop Bear goes to school anyway. Blood. Trouble. Yeah, it's trouble. <laughs> Murder. Yeah. What happens when a drop bear yeah. drops in? Bad for everyone. <laughs> uh, <laughs> see what happens when I make up jokes on the spot? Shit ass. <laughs> um, so anyway, that was Matt, obviously, that you heard there. Uh, we've also got Chad, and Chad's joining us hey, how you doing? halfway across Australia. Hey, how you doing? There we go. And as a bit of a blast from the past, as you've just heard a little giggle there, um, we've got Susie as well. How are you? Yeah. <laughs> I'm fabulous as always. Great. I think, I think that was what I always said every time. I think so. so... Yeah. <laughs> as you can probably tell, I'm still starting the show exactly the same as I always have with the cheesy hello. <laughs> it's good. It's good fun. At least we're nothing, you know, if, if anything, we're consistent with that and nothing else on this show. <laughs> so be- before we begin, let's just, um, fair warning to the listeners, uh, Susie's in America and Chad's in Adelaide and we're in Brisbane. So if the, the recording is not very good quality, hey, what's new? <laughs> yeah, exactly. You should be used to it by now. <laughs> that's right and if we're talking over the top of each other and so on and so on then you know you're just gonna have to put up with it really try not to we have to put up with it so why can't you, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you fucking high and mighty assholes <laughs> what, you... way, what a way to grab listeners <laughs> why, don't drop, why don't you drop bear yourself down a peg or two <laughs> that was fucking bad. Yeah. So what happens when Matt makes up jokes? Even more shit. Um, well, we'll start with uh, with the the obvious question. This obviously is the gaming podcast. Uh, so uh, we pl- try and play games every now and again. Um, and we'll start with Suze. What have you, have you been playing anything lately? Oh, um, you, yes, I know. Um, <laughs> Fair it's, enough. Um, I uh, Chad. No. <laughs> Good answer. I, um, yes. I've got my EA Access subscription going at the moment, so um, I'm limited to basically um, the EA titles like um, Battlefield and Hardline and and other zombies, Garden Warfare. Yeah, and yeah. Like I think which is great. Microtransaction oh, yeah. games. Yeah, pretty much. But on that note, it's now coming to PC, they said today, which is really fucking cool, which I'm amazed hasn't happened already. But they've added a few extra titles for the PC, which is cool. Wow. 
Um, don't put me on the spot. Um, <laughs> okay, forget I said that. Uh, you obviously haven't listened to this podcast before. <laughs> you don't have details. Yeah. No, but they, they did add uh, a few extra games. Nothing particularly exciting, but there was, um, you know, now you've got access to an EA access at that, um, uh-huh. to Dead Space, uh, all three Dead Spaces, actually, which is pretty cool. Yeah, uh, great game. And I think uh, the first few um, Dragon Age games. So instead of on, on the X-Bone, you can only get Inquisition. Um, but, yeah, you get the access to the, to the uh, few before it as well, which is pretty good. That That's is. great. Huh. Mm. But the thing that I want to know is, is it going to be available in Australia? That's the first question. And secondly, because I already pay for, or I've paid for the annual and they're not allowing people to actually get an annual subscription on the PC version. It's monthly. So does that mean that I already have access to the access or is my access denied because they're fucking me around? I don't know. <laughs> but anyway, that is was... Is your account uh, platform specific? So you do, do you have a separate account for Xbone and one for PC? Um, I think your EA account links, but they might specify with access subscriptions. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. But then again, yeah, it's kind of shitty because I've had like my uh, EA account on PlayStation was hacked years ago. And for some reason, I'm Russian with some weird uh, name. (laughs) Like Boris. (laughs) Well, they've never been able to fix it. I've chatted with the EA tech dudes multiple times to get it changed and they don't do anything. All they've done is gone in and actually put a one at the in the email so whoever is you know whoever hacked it isn't getting the information anymore yeah, Which, yeah i don't know but that sounds fun. and i keep receiving receiving these packages of white powder and i don't know what's going on <laughs> <laughs> for some reason i Can you forward those i'll give you my address <laughs> after the show <laughs> I keep getting these weird, <laughs> these weird phone calls telling me that I'm being watched. <laughs> and every phone call I make, there's a beeping sound in the background. <laughs> anyway, sorry, we've we, we digressed yet again. Um, so you're playing a bit of EA and, and that's about it at the moment. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, my immigration stuff is still taking a long time, so... Um, yeah, I guess I'm getting that whole starving artist feeling at the moment. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> fair enough. It's, it, it's not forever, but you know, for now, it's for I'll now. Just, but at least with what I have, I'm I'm doing pretty well with it. Like I put a screenshot up uh, on my Instagram. I think it was yesterday. I had something ridiculous, like. 32 and 6 kills. And wow. I've actually been getting shit for it from people. Like, people you, are like... You died, like, six time, six whole times? Mm. I don't know what it is. It's it's like people someone... People better at, at shooting people sniping. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, I, I made the comment that I actually did it, it mostly in a tank, um, which, you know was what happened but yeah i've i've had a few people send me messages about that saying well you know you must have you must have been playing hardcore that round and all these things i'm like 
What the hell is everyone's problem? You're camping. It's because you're a fake gamer geek, girl geek. What what do they call those things? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> fake gamer girls or some shit? Yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't fucking that know. That has sure, to be it. But yeah, yeah, I'm like, seriously? Like, why are you upset? Why are you upset mm. that I had a fucking good round? Just just you know? be like, you jelly though? Yeah. I kind of did. <laughs> <laughs> Nice. I kind of did, but um, I'm just—it's crazy. I'm that kind he, of bummed. It's crazy that, like in like in gaming culture, people can't just let people be. People can't just go, "Oh yeah, cool, good job," or "Well done," or "Grats," or whatever. It has to be like, "Oh, uh, uh, you know," or, or like, "Oh hey, I'm playing this game. I really like it." Oh no, that's a crap game. Oh, and it's like, oh, give yeah. me a break. Just you know, mm. can't we all get along? Hey, I earned it. I wasn't, right. I, you know, I wasn't just sitting yeah. back doing nothing. I did, I got those kills, and I was driving a tank, and I was capturing points. You know, yeah. look from from and memory. You were driving a car and sleeping at the same time. From memory, <laughs> <laughs> and then you went home and played some video games. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, from memory, you're like fucking. You were always pretty fucking excellent at Battlefield. So it's it's not like a fluke thing. You're fucking good at games. It's, yeah, you don't yeah. get a KDR like that without uh, without working at it. So, Susie, have you played uh, have you played Hardline much at all? I I did. I actually did play uh, a little bit of it um, about a month ago. It looks like not, fun. I'm I'm I didn't really get into it. Yeah, I wasn't yeah. sold on it either. No, unfortunately. Yeah, right. No, it, 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 it's the kind of game as well, like with all of them, which really mm. you know. I, I do like playing games. I have a fair bit of time to try and play different games, but you get sucked into storylines of games and then the multiplayer games, you go back and revisit every now and again. But yeah. during that period, people just fucking mind map the entire maps and they know exactly where everything is, where yeah. to stand, what to do. And mm-hmm. you just get owned if you're not doing it constantly because the yeah. obviously there all the time are much better. Yeah, and Hardline was a perfect example of that to me. Mm-hmm. Uh, pissed me off a little bit. Yeah, I found I found it was a little bit tricky that it was already such an established game that um, anyone you trying to break into it, they just they just had no idea where to go, or what the advantages of it were, and yeah. I mean, it was a month ago that I checked it out, so anyone that I know had long and gone played it. So it was just just a matter of getting in there and, and checking it out for myself. But um, And then all you're doing is up against level 50s. Yeah. yeah how are they not doing ranked matches or whatever? Because there's no one less than 1,000. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess so. <laughs> yeah. Which, unfortunately... Yeah, the ranked match kinda... takes three hours to find. Yeah, like Battlefront on PC, apparently. It's, yeah, right. uh, oh, really? Yeah, it become really bad because I was looking at buying it not long ago to have on PC because I, I do enjoy, you know, especially shooters like that on PC. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, everything I've heard is just bagging the shit out of it for PC. Even EA, EA came out and said that the games sold a lot less than they expected it to. They're really disappointed. Well, I think, I mean, I think the, the you know, the key key design feature of that game is that it's really accessible, right? So to yeah, me, it seems yeah. to be a game that's designed for console, you know? So yeah, it's kind definitely. of like, it's a no-brainer that it's not going to work on PC because if you want to play a, 
you know, a competitive multiplayer shooter on PC, you'd never choose Battlefront anyway. You'd go with Battlefield or COD or... Very true. Yeah. You know, a million other games. So Yeah, your casual, yeah. more casual kind of games aren't necessarily PC-based. Like, if you're a casual gamer yeah. and you're, you know, in this day and age, most of them are like, oh, yeah, I've got the new Xbox or the new PS4 want to play a game i like star wars i'll ch- chuck that on for a bit see if yeah. i like it you know whereas a pc takes a, a kind of level of nerdiness i guess yeah. i mean it, steam it, and yeah. origin make shit more fucking accessible but still it's a bit like there is a barrier still i guess with pc gaming well it's a genre thing as well i mean i think you know Steam's awesome, right? Because, I mean, that's where indie gaming's at. So you can play all sorts of, like, couch co-op and kids' games and -and point-and-click games and card games and all sorts of shit off Steam. But if you're talking about, like, multiplayer shooters, then it's just a different thing on PC than it is on consoles. So, yeah. Mm. I mean, I've been playing... I I started... Like a, a lot of the Star Wars games in particular was all p- PC based. Yeah, you know, yeah, I Dark I want forces. them to bring Dark Forces. Yeah, I want them oh, to bring yeah. Dark Forces to console because that would be. I want them to bring all of them. Have you played um, it recently, Dark Forces? Because no. I don't know if it would have aged well. Well, it's just... actually there's a there's a good deal on the uh, the Star Wars um, bundle at the moment that's got. You know, Dark Forces and Jedi Knight and Kotor and all of the all of the classics, all of the classic um, like yeah, Lucas like games. Twelve, fifteen bucks or something, isn't it? Yeah, super cheap. Jesus. So. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's yeah. US, so it's still about a thousand bucks for us. Yeah, that's true. At the moment, it's <laughs> true. Yeah. yeah, I'm just not convinced. Like ever since Gold and I, I have a healthy skepticism around old games, like old shooter games like that. Yeah, you have yeah. to manage your expectations, though. You have to remember where the tech was at and where gaming was at and stuff like that. Yeah, so I, I love kind Dark of, Forces. Yeah, yeah, I prefer to just like remember it fondly. Yeah, like, fair enough. Like, like the car I rode off. <laughs> car. It was a really nice car, but like it's it's shit now. Yeah, you're not gonna get in and drive it again, right? Yeah, exactly. That would be a really bad user experience. Yeah. <laughs> Probably would hurt a lot. <laughs> uh, the front seat was okay. It was just like the back wheels that weren't on anymore. <laughs> and, and the tree yeah, it really the affected the acceleration and steering. Mm. So. Like yeah. back back on target. <laughs> mm. Yeah, Chad, what have you been playing, mate? So yeah, I, I did play a little bit of uh, Battlefront on PS4, and um, yeah, it was a hell of, hell of a lot, hell of a lot of fun. I really liked it. Um, it was definitely, I find it really frustrating sometimes. Some matches you just get in and you just lo- lose a lot, you know, yeah. and uh, that's super frustrating. But once you get to know the maps a bit and get to know the modes, and particularly get that habit of uh, you know picking up vehicles and you know, stuff like that. It's 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 a good game. It's a lot of fun. I mean, it definitely is on that more accessible side of things. And, you know, the squad-based mechanic is, like, scaled right back to this partner, you know, this partner system where you partner up with people and yeah. um, so with, like, one person and then you're kind of on a team. But it's hard to get the teamwork going and stuff like that. Yeah. But the absolute best, uh, my favourite thing is when I started to learn how to pick up the... Uh, the icon in the um, battle squadron uh, mode where you can uh, like kind of more regularly be able to fly in the Millennium Falcon and the Slave One. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's just so OP, it's ridiculous. You Basically, if you get that <laughs> ship, 
then you're in it for the rest of the round and you just get ridiculous KDRs and you're just so powerful. It's, yeah. it's And awesome. you can just fucking crash into people. And yeah. They, <laughs> don't, you keep living. <laughs> yeah. The only way for you to die in the Millennium Falcon is if, like, a sizable chunk of the other team decide to fucking tail you for, like, five minutes. <laughs> yeah, they re- yep. And, you, yeah, you can't beat that. Or if you, which I realised, if you um, head-to-head, if you have a head-to-head collision with the other... Um, like kind of hero shit. Like yeah. if you're in the Millennium Falcon and you're head to head with the Slave One, then um, yeah. You know you can avoid that, and a good way to do it if you're up against a Slave One and they're kind of killing it, and your team's struggling, and you're in the Millennium Falcon, you fucking fly right at them and you engage your shield right before you hit them. Oh, yeah, cool, good idea. Because I've yeah. seen I've seen people <laughs> hit me with the fucking Millennium Falcon when I'm in the Slave One and they live and I'm like you fucking bastard. That's bullshit. Yeah. No, the best thing is when you do uh, you cancel each other out and you get the award for killing both uh, both ships. Yeah. That's a good thing. So yeah, I played a little bit of that, but the main thing I've been playing uh, crap loads of is uh, Fallout Four actually. So nice. Really enjoying that. My first playthrough was about uh, 95 hours or whatever. And normally, what I do with RPGs is I'm, you know, totally goody two shoes. I want to be on the side of the good people. So, you know, I aligned with Railroad and Minutemen, you know, to do the right thing. And I went against the Dastardly Institute and <laughs> wouldn't have anything to do with the Brotherhood of Steel because they're complete douchebags and. You know, all of that sort of stuff and, you know, did heaps of crafting and building settlements and stuff like that. But the most fun thing I think I've done in an RPG is my second playthrough is playing as Sterling Archer, right? Have you heard of this? No. No. So have you seen the show I Archer? I saw yep. something about this, but yes, continue. So you know who Archer is and what you do is you yeah. create a character that looks just like Archer. You give your character really high charisma and really high luck, but really low intelligence and really, you know, kind of okay health and or endurance and strength. And then you go around, you act like Sterling Archer and just act like a complete douchebag to everybody and just be rude to everybody and try and get all the big guns, take heaps of drugs and drink lots of alcohol. And um, it's a hell of a lot of fun. It's great. <laughs> try and get big explosions, use the fat, bo- the fat man as much as possible and um, get use as much power armor as you can, align with the Brotherhood of Steel because they got big guns and go with the Institute because who cares about doing the right thing anyway? It's, it's heaps of fun. I highly recommend it. Brilliant. So how's your bases going? No, I don't give a shit about that, man. No. That. Over that. Archer ain't got time for that. <laughs> pick up the lady killer perk straight away and try and pick up all the chicks everywhere you can. And oh, yeah, it's great. Just like real life. Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> yeah, when I say Archer, I mean Chad. Yeah. <laughs> Well, Matt, you've been away for a little bit, so probably a little bit limited, but what have you been on? Um, so while I, was, I actually took my PlayStation to Cairns. <laughs> it's clothes. Well, I've got my Xperia tablet, Sony Xperia tablet, which I can remote play to my PS4 if I'm on the same Wi-Fi network. The only problem being that my partner's family up there, their Wi-Fi was just like complete shit. They're fucking... <laughs> Their fucking router was like older than their eldest child. <laughs> and it's just like, wow. So that I tried it for like five minutes. I had it on remote play long enough to buy Shovel Knight for my Vita and 
um, Wolfenstein Old Blood, but not download them Ooh. because too That's much. Silly. Had to go to McDonald's <laughs> to download them. Yeah, so <laughs> yeah. I just was like, oh, well, that's done. So I put that away, and then I just played Shovel Knight on my Vita for fucking ages. That game's cool as. Um, you guys seen Shovel Knight? No, no, I don't know a thing about no. it. I've heard good things, so, but what's the story? It's on Vita and PS4 and potentially PS3, but who has who plays one of those these days? Yeah, what is that? Yeah, yeah it's like a relic. Um, <laughs> it's holding up the leg of my chair. So it's um, <laughs> what is the paperweight, man? So it's a, like a side-scrolling, eight-bit um, art-style type adventure game, I guess. Um, yeah. kind of like I, mean, I can't remember any games that are that it's like, but it's uh, I can describe it, which is a good thing. <laughs> Super Meat Boy. Um, so you no no no. So you go to you have like an overlaid map kind of like, I guess, like Pokemon or something like that where it has the lines between the places you can visit. And then you go to the each area and it's just a side-scrolling kind of platformer where you play as this knight whose weapon is a shovel. And oh, yeah. your friend Shield Knight was a, a female knight, I presume. I don't know. It was some knight that had a shield. And um, you guys adventured together for ages. And then one day you try to take down this big bad person and the shield knight died. And basically it's like you're trying to reclaim this area from an evil knight. And you come across all these different knights who have different powers. Meanwhile, you're just running around smacking people with a shovel. And um, <laughs> yeah, and it's like bizarrely amazing fun. Just really well done. So... Cool. Yeah, so I've been playing that, and um, that... it won a bunch of awards last year. Uh, I, that's where I heard it from. Mm. Uh, yeah, awards it's... for best indie game and stuff like that. It's like fifteen bucks or something in uh, on the PlayStation Store, but you can also buy it like at retail on a disc. Even though it's like a one of the like a indie like lower budget style game. Yeah. Uh, so it's really, really cool if you like that kind of style. Um, and while I was in Cairns, all the kids up there were playing Disney Infinity the whole time, 3.0. And I was looking at it and I was thinking, this is kind of cool. Yeah, it is good. <laughs> so then I jumped on my tablet and went to the Kmart website. I actually went to all of the department stores and video game stores to see which one was the cheapest. And then while I was up there, I ordered Disney Infinity 3 and like four characters. <laughs> so I came home and they'd been delivered to my house and I've been playing that. And initially I was just like, I just want to play the Force Awakens, Star Wars Force Awakens playset on it because yep. I love the new movie and I want to experience more in that world. Yeah. <laughs> so only way I can do it is Disney. I don't give a fuck. I'm doing it. Um, and yet I went into it and I had no I, no concept of what Disney Infinity was because I've never played it before. Yeah. And he, like watching the kids up north playing it and they were just like running around just doing inane bullshit because they're like young kids and it's fun to run around and do not the fucking objectives fucking yeah i know right <laughs> don't worry about objectives just run around and be have fun times maybe yeah. shoot your brother or something yeah, um, that's yeah. what my kids did they just got in there and fought and then yelled and then i turned the shit off yeah and like <laughs> sounds <laughs> like a fun game yeah, yeah so that gets like... pissed off and turns off the console <laughs> just like every other fucking game they play together <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so like the game is disney infinity play without limits so that's their like tagline play without limits and yeah. 
you go into it and there's like a toy you enter toy the toy box hub yeah. and then you can build your own toy box and basically like as you play you unlock bits and pieces in it and then it's, it's kind of like a little big planet you can create your own levels and stuff and yeah. you can insert like platforming stuff and different logic controllers and stuff to actually make game levels and then upload them and share them with people and you can download other people's levels and it's like insanely open but then you can buy the play sets and you put the little play set thing on your portal and it has like a fully fleshed out story yeah for each play set yeah yeah which is fucking amazing so you've got this whole open thing where you can build whatever you want and do whatever you want and then you can also experience actual levels but the good thing about it is that it involves all your favorite characters from like marvel and disney and stuff which is like i don't think i know a single person who doesn't have some kind of positive feeling about it some disney character yeah 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 because it's so expansive especially with lucas arts now as well yeah and marvel and it's like you can fucking enter this world that you've invented and play as captain America and have your best mate next to you playing as Yoda with a lightsaber. Yeah. It's just, it boggles my mind how cool it is, which is really lame because it's a kid's yeah. game, but it's like, <laughs> I don't know. There's a lot about you, Matt. I'm yeah. super, I'm just super impressed with it. Cause I played Skylanders, which is another one of the, you know, like, cause there's so many the portal, portal games. games yeah. yeah. And Skylanders was real story focused, but it focused a lot more on, from what I felt playing it, was that it was like, oh, you're at this place and you need to have this. So the main one I played was um, the swap one, yep. yeah. where you could swap the tops and bottoms. And it would be like, oh, you can't enter this area unless you have a leaf type or you have a water type. Yep. And so oh, yeah. it, it has like roadblocks as you're playing and you're like, oh, I can't fucking go there unless I buy the $20 toy. Yeah. But, whereas... Disney Infinity is like, do whatever you want. Who cares? Like, you can have fun and buy more characters if you like, but you're not obliged to. Yeah. Yeah. That's a little bit better. I mean, it still is a kind of a uh, a way of packaging DLC so you get a little bit of a toy and all that sort of stuff. I mean, they, they must be taking it to the bank because uh, you're not just buying the game. You've then got this kind of endless product cycle coming yeah, through as yeah, well. Exactly, exactly. But, I mean, if it's value, if you feel like you're getting value, then, you know, whatever. Well, so I bought the game for like 50 bucks and I haven't – or 60, 50, 60 bucks. I haven't stuffed around with the toy box stuff very much yet except for like learning how to play the game because then I put the Force Awakens playset on which cost me like 30 bucks and I've already played it for – at least a good five or six hours. Just with that, nice. and I'm not. I'm think I'm about halfway through the play. The the thing. Like to be fair, I'm a completionist, so I'm doing fucking everything yeah. and getting yeah. collectibles and stuff. But for thirty bucks, you well, get that's right. you get yeah. the two character toy things, which even if I stop playing the game, they look cool. Yeah. Um, Finn and Ray from the movie. Yep. So. You know, well, you that's get the thing. there for thirty bucks. Yeah, I mean, you get you've got five or six hours already, and you'll probably double that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and that's pretty that's good. That's decent value. Yeah, but then you know, if if you wanted to go out and buy all of the characters, there's some you'd only play for a couple of minutes. Yeah, and then it becomes a waste of money. Yeah, well, at that point, yeah. you're a hoarder, and you need to talk to someone. That's right. <laughs> yeah, like, well, <laughs> I must own all of them. It's like, well, 
go and hire a container ship just so you can put a you know, shelf in there and put a, put a Skylander. Well, that's the thing. It. Like most of the individual characters that you buy don't come with the little um, mission fucking thing that you put on. Like it's you just have Gems? a character. Are they gems? Yeah, right. I don't know what they're called, but piece of shit. Yeah. But so yeah. they're just so you can be like, oh, I really like Yoda, so I'll go buy the Yoda character. The player's Yoda. It's him. Mm. And again, like I bought Yoda, it cost me ten dollars. So yeah. if I That's pay him good. for like an hour, you know, I get paid multiple times more that per hour at work, so I get value for money. Yeah, that's fair enough. I mean, and I mean, you got the same thing with amiibos and all that sort of thing. I think the the area where it becomes a bit of a problem is when you've got kids playing, and uh, so what you've got is you got a marketing system that's designed to appeal to kids and appeal to kids kind of grasping sort of oh i've got to have the new thing oh and i've got to get this and i've got to get that yeah and then they go and hassle their parents and it becomes i think it becomes a different thing it becomes you know almost an ethical problem where yeah yeah yeah, i don't know how i feel about that well that's why i kind of feel better about disney infinity than about skyland is because skyland is even from what little i played was just blatantly doing that whereas but having seen like my partners kid uh, nephews and nieces or nephews uh, there's no nieces up there <laughs> the nephews, they know they'd be like oh let's go to the shops <laughs> they go to EB games and they look at this massive stand of disney infinity toys and it's like oh well i only use my however much pocket money and buy one of them bought darth maul you know so yeah it's darth maul um but like they only have like they got disney infinity with their ps4 in a bundle, yep. and it came with three characters, I think, and there's three kids that play it, so it's like they've yeah. got one, and now they're like, oh, I'll use my own money and buy another one that I can use myself. Yeah. Yeah, so... Isn't that just genius from Disney, hey? Like, oh, you know, yeah, yeah. instead of, like, otherwise they'd be going to the shop and they'd be going, oh, you know, I'll buy a new game. It's like, no, 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 I'm going to stop play the same game and just give that company more money just to mm. play the same game in a different way. It's like... Yeah. And... It's cool. And they've designed it in such a way that that really works. Like that whole toy box thing, it's like an it's like the thing says, play without limits. You can literally just keep fucking playing it and doing. It's like Minecraft. Yeah. You have this like endless possibility on what you can do with it. It's expansive world. Yeah. That's yeah. Cool. yeah. So anyway, that's me. Disney oh, Infinity and Shovel Knight, which is bizarre, but whatever. Yeah. <laughs> Uncharted Four comes out soon. <laughs> True. Yeah. Well, I've I've actually been playing a few games. Um, I really wanted to try and get a few games for the Xbox. And, um, yeah, I, uh, in the last couple of weeks, I got um, Rise of the Tomb Raider. I think I mentioned that I'd started that in the last podcast. Uh, what was it like, man? I, I want to see what it's like. Um, some things about it were awesome. You know, there were some things in there that it, well, I guess it's come out before you, you know, your Uncharted Four and stuff like that. But they have added things to it that are, are really pushing the the uh, genre, really, which is oh. great. You know, and, and then they a lot of them were only small things, but there was enough in there that was just a little bit different that it was good. Um, yeah, there were a few things that you know, like there's still massive issues with the camera angles and you know, just shit like that. And, and things like, you know, 90% of the time, if you're standing near a ledge or you've run up something and the camera doesn't see that there's a drop-off over the edge and you keep going, she'll actually turn around and grab the edge 
and then you can push back up and she'll, you know, just walk back up or, you know, climb back up to the top of that ledge. Awesome. <laughs> yeah. But the other 10% when she just runs the fuck over the edge and <laughs> kills herself, you know, that does kind it have, of shit pisses Does it have the off. cool death animations that it had in the last one? Uh, no, a lot of them actually, which I was a bit disappointed with, uh, she just falls into like a, a endless crevasse type thing and you just oh, end up hearing her like, you know, you see her disappear into cloud or whatever and then you just hear her going, oh, 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 oh. And Lucas just keeps dying over and yeah. over again and just to I was hear like, this. Yeah, do it again. <laughs> Um, yeah, ride my cloud, ride my cloud. <laughs> but the, the story of the game was very, very deep. It was really well written, I thought. Um, was it written by, because the first one was written by Rihanna Pratchett, Terry Pratchett's daughter, wasn't it? Uh, not sure, no, mate. Yeah, I don't that... look that hard into things. <laughs> <laughs> it, it was, so I think she was writing the second one too. Well, probably, yeah, because I actually thought it was written by Gandalf. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, don't don't uh, yeah, don't back me up on that. I'm going to make a Wikipedia page real quick and then I'll look it up. The, yeah, the subtitle of the game is Tomb Raider. Fly, you fools! Uh, yeah, <laughs> you she, shall not pass. Rihanna Pratchett wrote uh, Tomb Raider and Rise of the Tomb Raider and Mirror's Edge and Heavenly Sword. I thought there so. There you yeah. go. Oh, um, the new Mirror's Edge. Yeah. No, the original. Ah. Like cool. solo writer on that. Yeah. Cool. So there you go. And, um, yeah, I think she was the solo writer on Heavenly Sword as well. So there you go. Wikipedia well, it, strikes yeah. again. It was a was good I... game, and I did enjoy it. I, I, you know, I played the Uncharted uh, trilogy earlier in the year, and oh, yeah. I really enjoyed going back to that, uh, you know, pretty much just on rails kind of adventure game. And, you know, I've played a couple of, massive open world kind of games this year and it was nice to just be led through a story yeah and there was a few things about it that pissed me off a little bit um for instance one of them was you know whenever you walk into an area and there's going to be a gunfight she'll just pull out her gun and then the music changes and then you know okay i'm going to be fighting now um, yeah. There was no surprises pretty much throughout the whole game, which was a bit disappointing, um, but that's just the kind of game it is. So, you know, what are you going to do? At least it didn't change. You know, it was pretty much the same. So it didn't start out like that and then halfway through start surprising you with stuff. Um, yeah, it was consistent. Yeah, which was kind of good. Um, I found a really similar problem with uh, uh, The Witcher 3 because I, I just... I had a long break, but finished The Witcher 3 recently. And there seems to be a problem with um, action-adventure games where they switch between... Like, they generally tend to have... Because of the limitation of the number of buttons you've got on a controller, they have two modes, right? So they have, like, traversal mode, which is, like, running around, picking shit up, doing inventory, you know, stuff like that. And then it'll have a combat mode, right? And it'll, like you say, it'll automatically switch into combat mode. You've got no control over that. Mm-hmm. And then suddenly the controls all change. And so I found in The Witcher 3, the most frustrating thing was where you're in combat against these flying harpy motherfuckers who'd be coming in <laughs> and getting you on these fucking cliffs, right? So, like, you're on this tiny little, you know, bit of cliff 
and you can't jump because the controls have been changed into combat mode and you can't jump when you're in combat mode. So you've got to kill these guys on this tiny little island of like space and if you fall off it, you die, but you can't yeah. jump up onto the next one. It was so frustrating. I hated that. So Yeah, I a, think I know. It seems a problem, right? I think I know which part, like which area that is and it's like, yeah, super frustrating. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's just taking the control away from you. And like stuff like that makes you... Like, it just breaks you out of the immersion and makes you, just reminds you that you're just playing a video game and you're at the hands of the developers, basically. You know, we did the Game of the Year podcast on our last one, and um, and I I think, what did you pick, Luke? Uh, Rocket League. Rocket League. And mine yeah. was like a mixture between, like, Battlefront and The Witcher 3. And I was thinking about it in the lead-up to that. The Witcher 3 came out in May last year, and it seems like so much longer than that. Yeah, it's bizarre. Anyway, mm-hmm. just thought I'd fucking completely derail everything. For a <laughs> no, no, it lasted for ages. The Witcher Three, so yeah, yeah. it just went seemed to go forever. Especially they supported if you're trying it to do really well. Missions and stuff. Yeah, they brought they put out like eighteen like mini DLCs for free or something. Yeah, it's nice. Yeah, yeah. that's the same. Good. That's the same kind of thing they're doing with um with Rory McIlroy PGA Golf. Like every month, they're bringing out new courses and car- and golfers for you to play with for free, which is fucking bizarre for an EA game. Mm. Yeah, 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 very true. But I mean, really trying to get golf? people into golfing. Uh, <laughs> I, I play it at my house because we have a drinking game with it, where like <laughs> we have like three. You know, if it's just me and Corey or me and like Corey and a couple other mates, and we'll play it. You know, shot for shot, take your shot. And from a tee, for example, play 18 holes, teeing off, the person with the shortest drive has to have a drink. And if you drive the ball and you don't land on the fairway, you have to drink. Or if your shot should make it to the green and you miss the green or you roll off the green, you fucking drink. If you get a hole in one, everyone else has to drink. So we play 18 holes and just get munted. <laughs> it's fucking awesome. It's a perfect That's a way game. of adding adding value. Yeah. yeah. So I've got this maybe... drinking game where I just drink and <laughs> I see how, how fucked up I can get. That's yeah. alcoholism. <laughs> no, well, I, I put maybe... challenges in the way, like trying to walk home and not fall over, shit like that. <laughs> um, yeah, and then I get awards and achievements. Fucking awesome. <laughs> you know, that's fine. That's fine. Oh, it's fine. It's a good that's drinking true. game at the pub where, like, um, when, when one of your mates has a drink, you drink too. It's cool. Yeah. Yeah, it's good. <laughs> and whoever whoever finishes last has to buy the next round. That's a great game. Fucking hell. <laughs> Put on Roxanne by stinging the police and drink every time they say Roxanne. Yeah. <laughs> you wasted before the song ends. You can't yeah. even keep up. You have to keep Italian. Just like play <laughs> catch up at the end. <laughs> well, anyway, back on topic. It's yeah. not a drinking podcast. Um, <laughs> Why not? So, it is. Yeah, Rise of the Tomb Raider. I also got, uh, which I, I think was in the up to mid-December possibly, uh, the games on gold, um, was a game called Night Squad. And I've had a lot of fun with this. It's actually, you can play eight people uh, on the one console, and, which is awesome if you've got eight controls. i only got two. Uh, but, yeah, <laughs> you can play up to eight. Cool story, bro. It's cool. You need, yeah. you need eight friends. And you need eight friends. Um, but it's, it's kind of, like, it is a bit of an indie game. Like, it's, it's obviously quite low budget. Um, but all it is is... is you're a you pick a knight. You're a color, and you're just on a map. And the idea is to just kill everybody. Like um, 
uh, what's that uh, other game? Like Towerfall or something? Yeah, Towerfall Ascension. That's exactly what I was thinking of. But yeah. all you've got is, uh, you know, you're a knight, so you can pick up a shield and then you've got a shield. Uh, you get like a little sword and then you can run over like power-ups and your swords either get bigger uh, or more powerful. You can get like a, a bow and arrow or there's a couple of other things that are in it as well. Um, and it's really fast-paced like Towerfall. And it was just a lot of fun. Really kind of just kiddie game, not hard at all. You just have to time your attacks, otherwise you get done. Um, but they added a lot of stuff to it, like a lot of game modes to it, that just made it a lot of fun. There was a soccer game. So you were, you know, four on four, and it was all about trying to get the ball into the net. But you kill everything on the other team as well, and then they get power-ups, and, you know, they're killing you, and it's a fucking brawl. It was awesome fun. Cool. So good. Really well done. Again, maybe 15, 20 bucks now that it's not games on gold, but really worth it because it's one of those types of games that there's nothing to it. There's no stories. There's no nothing. You just pick it up. You play for a little bit. A mate comes around. Everyone has fun. And then you put it back away and you don't have to think about it again. Um, just like Towerfall, which I thought was a lot of fun. And Rocket League. Yeah, yeah. similar to that, yep. There's um, quite a lot of that kind of battle brawler, multiplayer, couch co-op stuff happening in the indie space, especially like mm-hmm. so many of them in um, uh, at PAX indie indie booth, you know. Mm. Yeah, and they're just reskinned, pretty much. You know, there's not a lot to them, but yeah. they work and they're fun. Especially if like you know you do have mates come around and sit on the couch next to you, they just become good fun. Yeah, and then you get a bit of bragging rights. Yep. So that's pretty or good. Or turn it into a drinking right, drinking game. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, but you don't have to be <laughs> you don't have to be good at games to be able to play things like that, and yeah. to have that you know as a free game, awesome. But as a cheap game, is great because you can have people come round or you know with things like this, they it's cartoony and a cute type thing. Um, there's not really you know any gore or any of that kind of shit in it, um, so you can play it with kids and it's just a bit of fun. Yeah. So that was good. Uh, also picked up the Master Chief Collection the other day. Started the uh, – just wanted to have a, have a bit of a look-see and a bit of a play through that. And, you know, it's a HD remake, so fucking whatever. Um, <laughs> it's, it's Halo. <laughs> Not going to get real excited about it, but I just thought I'd go back and give them a bit of a go. So, yeah, that's, that's pretty much it. Um Speaking of, um, uh, you know, that kind of battle brawler thing, we've had a lot of fun with um, on PlayStation Plus last month they were giving away for free Gauntlet, you know, the remake of Gauntlet. Oh, that old yeah, day. I played that with um, my housemates the other day. It's a lot of fun, isn't it? Oh, man, they were getting the shit. <laughs> <laughs> because you have to, like, like, if you play video games, you can... There's a little bit of, um, because it's that whole... I don't know how to describe it, but if you're not really good or really i guess trained with how to play video games it can be a real struggle yeah um but well that game encourages you to be a complete douchebag by stealing all the gold and yeah yeah you know, totally stealing the food and killing the food and you can be really douchey about it if you want yeah exactly and um but it's it can be fucking hard as well yeah so that's what you actually was have to work as a team i mean i loved it because you know I think Gauntlet on the arcade was one of those games that I was like, 
fuck this for a joke, man. You die so quickly and it costs so much money to play anything and you just get swamped so easily. It's much more balanced, this new one, this remake. Mm. Like, you can yeah. actually progress, like, decently, reasonably well, you know? Um, yeah. And more variety in the characters and how they work and what their weapons are and upgradability and, mm. you know, different monsters and the way you use dynamite and explosives. It's all like it's one of the best remakes I've seen. It's yeah. just fantastic. We, I really enjoyed it. It's just my, I guess, because um, we got up to, we played through like four or five levels and blitzed them for the most part. Um, had maybe one or two where we die. When you die, you're all like the, everyone dies. You fucking re- go right back to the beginning of the level. Yeah. And um, we got up to this level and we just fucking kept all dying. And then just my housemates are just getting more and more pissed off and i'm like no no, no just relax we've got this now you know you know when you play through a game and it's super fucking frustrating because you keep dying but every time you die you get, you get slightly further. further and you learn more about how to defeat that level like it's yeah. fucking video games 101 right like super yeah. Fucking meat boy yeah super meat boy like any basically every game is that right Whereas Gauntlet, because it's kind of brutal in the way that it it plays, um, you, it's like you, it's one of those games where it's like when you fucking get to the end, you're like, yes, you know, and um, yeah, they were like, you know, we're like a fucking bee's dick from the end. (laughs) I swear. <laughs> and they're like, nah, fuck this I'm shit. Not doing this anymore. <laughs> not, oh, not no. pounding my head against the wall. And I'm like, come on, we're so fucking close. How frustrating. Like, we died like four times at one boss and then we beat it. And I'm like, see, we can do it. And then we got a little bit further past it and died and had to go right back to the beginning. And they were like, fuck this. Oh, my fucking God. Yeah. And I was like, come on, it's video games. Hmm. <laughs> well, the other thing I'd like to mention, the only other game I've been playing a little bit of, and that's mostly because of my two boys my two youngest boys, uh, is FIFA 16. I haven't really played much of FIFA. Uh, just, uh, I don't really know, even know why, to be honest, but I haven't played a lot of FIFA. It's been one of my staples forever. But I was going to say, it's not a it's not a drop bear gaming podcast without if, you playing yeah, FIFA. Exactly. And yeah. I just, I haven't even played it for so long, but my boys the- really wanted to have a bit of a go. So I put it on and, and you know, the boys were playing each other. Charlie's 10, Ollie's 7. Um, oh and my God. they they enjoyed it. They got into it a bit, and then Oliver, who's the seven year old, has gone fucking nuts, absolutely nuts with the game, and it's all he wants to play. And oh. you can change like you've got three different settings for your buttons. You can play classic, uh, alternative, which just you know switches the kick and and lob and a couple other things around, and then you can have two buttons. So if you've got your little hands like little kids. You, you only need two buttons instead of the entire controller, which is a great idea. But he's got it on two button, and he is already playing Legendary, which huh. is like, you know, the best kind of thing on there. And I have lost my shit watching this kid play. He just zones in on the game, and it's like he's reading The Matrix instead of playing a fucking <laughs> game, you know? Like he sees it before it's about to happen, and... It's incredible. I can still beat him, thank God, but I'm a little bit more... Not for long, mate. No, exactly, exactly. (laughs) But I I can only put that down to the fact that it's, you know, a computer is, is, you know, it's processing at a certain speed and it's uh, predictable. And when you're playing as a human, you can play in an unpredictable way 
which allows like it kind of throws the computer a bit but when you're mm. playing against somebody else and you play in an unpredictable way it completely fucks them up if they've only really been playing as a you know against the computer so yeah i'm, yeah. Uh, I'm holding on to that and like if i'm adapting to to change yeah. know, patterns and stuff like that strategies so yeah. I'm, uh, I'm going to stick with that. And if I never mention FIFA again, it's because he's kicking my ass. <laughs> that's all right. We'll mention it for you, mate. Ask you how you're going. Yeah, that's but right. That's totally it. I mean, I think the thing with games is like, this is like putting my education hat on. Is it about systems and systems thinking? And mm-hmm. so what happens is when you, when you become like kind of an intuitive gamer or a natural gamer, you get to learn the systems of any given game and um, leverage them and exploit them, right? So when you're playing against the computer, the, the systems and the way they're used are fairly fixed. So mm. it is that's possible right. to become really, really good, and that's why playing against the computer is easier. When you're playing person on person, it's like playing chess against someone who uh, against a, a human player. Like they're just as smart as you, and they're leveraging the systems to the absolute best of their ability as well. So it becomes a lot more challenging. That's yeah, that's totally true. what it is. Which, you know, it takes me straight to the movie Pixels where he says, shoot it in the head. And they're like, we can't hit it because it keeps moving. And he's like, we'll study the patterns and learn the patterns and then you'll be able to hit it every time. <laughs> yeah. And they're playing Centipede. But anyway. Um, <laughs> <laughs> had to get an Adam Sandler fucking thing in there. Come Did on, you? guys. Yeah, I had to. I just... <laughs> I've just got to, mister. So um, I'm not sure how long this episode is actually going for so far, but since, well. it's, since it's our fifth anniversary, um, maybe we should like talk about Drop Bear Gaming. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we all love Drop Bear Gaming. And that pretty much brings us to the end of the show. <laughs> well, it's, it's a bit of a surprise to me that it's been around for five years. Because it was just basically a conversation that we had five years and a few weeks ago. Yeah, uh, yeah it was kind of a lead up. Um, <laughs> what? Yeah, so was it the first of the first twenty eleven? Yeah, we launched the website, but in like the months leading up to it, Lucas and I had been listening to a few different pod gaming podcasts, and we were talking about them, and then we'd be like, "This shit's easy." Mm. Well, I was doing, uh, you know... Oh, you were already doing a few podcasts. What was that podcast, called? I can't um, remember. Gamer fucking something. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, it was great. Um, <laughs> so you were already doing some podcasts and you were loving it. And mm. um, that was like on the back of us, like talking about it. We'd been listening to a few and been like, wow, this is can't be that hard. And then you got into a few. And then we were like, why don't we just start our own? and see where we go with it. And then we thought like, oh, well, let's make a website to go with it because otherwise like where do we post it? Like we had no idea what we were doing for the most part. (laughs) And And we still don't five years later. Yeah. (laughs) There's been been plenty of ups and downs. I I posted like a heartfelt Facebook post on the 1st of January this year (laughs) to celebrate it. But um. I don't know about you, but for me, like five years. Okay, this is only the ninety-first podcast episode, <laughs> which is kind of slack. But you know, we live we it's lead like, busy yeah. lives. Yeah. <laughs> um, but for me, like I've had my moments where I've been like, "Fuck this shit, I'm done." 
you know, like, like we've actually had those conversations with each other Yeah. at that point where we've gone, you know what? Can't be fucked anymore. Yeah. What are we doing this for? Yeah. (laughs) But then like, but you got one listener in the United States somewhere. Yeah, (laughs) exactly. And, and that's all we wanted this whole time. (laughs) You think you go. Yeah. I saw an achievement pop up. So, um, (laughs) (laughs) so we started and, um, and Susie, you got in pretty, pretty early on piece, like Mm -hmm. four and a half years ago, probably, um, pretty close to the beginning. I think by episode seven, were we still doing weekly podcasts? No, it was probably bi-monthly by that stage. Yeah. (laughs) Which is how it's kind of gone ever since. Yeah. (laughs) Um, it was, it, I think it depended. I think we tried to do it weekly if we could. And then I just got more and more sort of dragged out from there. Trying to get everyone available. Yeah. Yeah, Which can always be a bit of a hassle when you're doing something that, you know, is taking up multiple locations. It's, uh, it's always a bit of a hassle. And at that stage we were all, you know, within cooey of each other really that was crazy it took two and a half years before i met matt you know mm. and then yeah you were living um, in brisbane at the time right yeah i was and I then was you moved to melbourne and it wasn't until you were in melbourne that we actually met <laughs> <laughs> so lucas you're gonna have to come stateside and yeah. hang out <laughs> sounds good i'm up for the walk <laughs> it's just a little swim in a walk. It's fine. Yeah. So, man, five years is a really long time, though. Like looking at it, I mean. Well, that's I what guess... I was thinking today. I was thinking about you know, what's happened in the five years that it's been a thing. Yeah. And you know, watching my kids grow up, and five years is a fucking massive time in a, in a child's development, and it, it blows me away that you know I've you know been divorced and. You know, moved a few times and it, it's been a hell of a ride, but it's been a constant throughout that that I've tried to get rid of a few times and I haven't been able to. But um, <laughs> it's, uh, it's actually like always been, um, I guess for me, one of the reasons that I kept coming back was because, I mean, when it was the three of us with Susie, sorry to exclude you, Chad. <laughs> yeah, that's fine. Whatever. Yeah. Um, you never can. I'll, I'll get to you. I'll get to you. <laughs> no, yeah, but, I'll, like, I'll wait. That's fine. <laughs> and th- so this kind of goes for Chad as well, but like, not just to, I'll tack you on <laughs> to make you feel included. Jesus. Thanks, man. Um, no, the friendships that I've made from doing this are kind of one of the stronger things that keep me doing it. Um, in particular, I guess, with you, Luke, like, because, mm. in our... Hang on, it's me, your brother? Yeah, yeah. but so oh, right. in our history, like, um, <laughs> there was a period there where we weren't in contact for a few years, oh, yeah. for a, yeah. a, a, quite a long quite time. A few years, yeah. And um, And it was only, fuck, it would have been shortly before we started this, wouldn't have been that long. Oh, I suppose it would have been a couple Maybe of years. Maybe 12 months or a bit more, yeah, 18 months. Yeah, so we finally got back in contact because I was like, fuck this shit. And then like... And I finally answered my phone when you rang. <laughs> yeah, and now it's like <laughs> five years later and I come to your house at least like once a week and hang out and we fucking... Like this afternoon, we just sat and talked for like an hour about mm. random crap. So I have this relationship with you that 
is like I fucking cherish. Sorry to get yeah. kind of what <laughs> incestuous. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, like also with you, Susie. You know, I've mm-hmm. had many a phone call, non dropbear gaming related. Mm-hmm. With you over the years through troubles in my life and in your life talking as you know you've been a good friend to me and now chad i kind of count you as one of my good friends even though i i've only like hung out with you like (laughs) three times we're just a bad influence on each other at a gaming show that's all i'm seriously considering moving to adelaide (laughs) just to fucking hang out with you more so, well, I mean, who else like... is going to – that night, that night, that last night at PAX when I was so badly hungover, like terribly hungover on the Sunday, dressed up as the crow, and after PAX I'm like, let's, you looked awesome let's just go for crow, one drink, way. one drink, and then it's midnight and we've had about 10 drinks and it's like, ah. Yeah. Yeah. And it's not like – it wasn't even partying. We were just sitting there talking for fucking yeah. like seven hours, <laughs> drinking pints of beer That's in an over – in an overpriced fucking bar. Shitty <laughs> bar, yeah. <laughs> but so. yeah, I mean, I, I'm exactly the same, Matt. You know, I've talked to people and you know, I've, I've made friends in America that I'll probably never, ever meet. But we are friends still. And every now and again, we still chat and catch up. Philosophy. And, yeah. And yep. you know, there's, it's just like with you, Chad, you know, I hear your voice when we're playing online. And yeah. it's not a weird thing. You know, I feel like yeah. we're mates. And totally. it's... It's bizarre how that kind of thing comes about because of this industry. But even just video games in general, like playing Destiny with you, Chad, and and meeting Ash and Ben. Yeah. And just like Destiny was a weird one because we fucking got real addicted to that. Yeah. Yeah, we did a bit. Yeah. But we were that was like the DBG clan. Yeah. So they are like in the family as well now. That's right. If whether they like it or not. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I don't know. It's a beautiful thing. It really is, and it's cool. And then like the new game plus people like Jason and mm-hmm. um and yeah. all the people that have kind of gone through that group of that sort kind of business um. You know, New Game Plus has, has had their hosts come and go. Um, and then just all of the people that I've met in the industry are, like, generally fucking cool people. Mm. Like, and quality people. The fact that, you know, we can email the fucking, you know, manager of Southeast Asia bloody publications or whatever <laughs> she is now. Um, yeah. And she sees Drop Bear Gaming and it's not a weird email address <laughs> it only took five years yeah that's right <laughs> like the the first event we ever went to was eb expo yeah, on the, the gold, gold coast. coast the first ever one and <laughs> we, we knew yeah. no one and we just like fluked our way into getting media passes and then went and got like the dodgiest business cards yeah. <laughs> and then and we're a t-shirt like, yeah and our t-shirt and then we're like our mission is to get as many business cards to, in the hands of people. Mm-hmm. I remember that. That was yeah. hilarious. Yeah, and that's where we met Jason and you know all these industry people, mm-hmm. which led to meeting you, Chad, and just. What I love about uh, games and the industry is that, like at shows like that, you can always you can walk up to someone, and most people, no matter who they are, 
they can be like journalists for the ABC or Kotaku or like whatever. You can walk up to someone and say, what did you like at the show? Or like, what are you playing lately or whatever? And it's like a common language. Everyone just goes, mm. oh, yeah, yeah, I've been playing Rise of the Tomb Raider. Oh, what's it like? I like the first one. So tell me about it, you know, stuff like that. So yep. this kind of conversation on the podcast is the same is the best thing about gaming at shows and on Facebook and in the world generally. It's great. Mm. Well, you know, I was, I was just thinking that, um, when I started with you guys, especially, um, you know, looking at the way, um, well, I mean, not much has really changed. You know, I'm still playing battlefield and I'm still getting people going, (laughs) how the fuck is that possible? You know, you must be doing something weird, but, um, (laughs) yeah, yeah. Camper, um, someone else is playing like, you know, and it's amazing how things change, but they still stay the same. Um, but I think, I think for me anyway, uh, now I know it's been, uh, we're coming up to, you know, in a couple months, it'll be two years since I left, I left Mm -hmm. Bear gaming and, you know, it's it's something that I have always missed doing because it Aww. was such a constant in my life for, mm. you know, for so long. And <laughs> such an inconsistent constant. <laughs> <laughs> the best kind. <laughs> but, well, you know, when you know, when I joined you guys, you know, it was it was cool because it was like, yeah, I'm working with these brothers. And then you guys became my brothers, basically. Mm. And I've, so. you know, I've gone through, we've all gone through shit together. Mm. And, you know, it was crazy looking at things, you know, three years ago, two years ago, and, you know, even one year ago. And it's just, it's just one of those things that, you know, even for me, um, I mean, I still have my T-shirt I've st- I think I've still got my business cards in a box somewhere because it's just, you know, and of all the projects that I've ever done since I started gaming as such, um, you know, it's this is the one I always come back to, you know. And it's I'm, bizarre because no one else comes to us. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Normally they're running away. <laughs> well, for me, probably the, the highlight of what I've been able to do with this um, and I was talking about it with a couple of mates the other day that I hadn't seen uh, one of them I haven't seen since high school. So we're talking nearly a hundred years. Um, oh goodness. I didn't know that <laughs> schools back then. <laughs> yeah. Well, his job was to dust off the chalkboards that we all used <laughs> as our iPads. Um, <laughs> sure. <but> look, should I? Awesome. But um, it was very early on and I was basically at a point where I was just trying to see what doing this could do really and I know that's dropped off a lot in the last four and a half years but I I actually (laughs) rang around and I got to interview um, Esso from Bliss and Esso. Oh, totally. I remember that. That absolutely amazed me. You know, we were very new at the time. I was nervous as hell talking to this guy that gets up in front of thousands and thousands of people and raps and talks about his emotions and all that kind of crap. And I'm just some nerdy <laughs> dude, you know, talking crap with him. But um, it really amazed me that, you know, just doing this gives us the ability to just reach completely different heights. 
and talk to people about things that we would never, ever talk to and never talk about, get different experiences and just have a completely different kind of view on things. Mm. And yeah, yeah, that's, that's one of the reasons I suppose that I've wanted to continue with this is because it, although most times we just talk shit, um, (laughs) it, it still allows us internally in my own head to analyze things and and figure out how games make me feel and you know it's one of those kind of processes that a lot of people don't go through because they don't get asked what did that make you feel or you know things like that which is something we have to express Mm. so it's been a huge journey for me yeah very excited to continue it for another five or so years that's one of my favorite things about you chad um yeah you like Every time I talk to you about video games and we have you on the show and you talk about games, the way you articulate this stuff, it might like it just astounds me <laughs> the depth that you can go to and not in a fucking dull like oh blah 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 kind of way. Like you have yeah. fucking interesting shit to say. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's, uh, that's why he's Dr. Chad. Twenty years of being at uni, mate. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you're lecturing us all on video games. Ugh. Yeah, man. How's your homework going, Matt? Have you finished it yet? <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck. Never. The only work I do at home is nothing. Yeah. <laughs> I was trying to think of something witty to say, but I do nothing. And in a little bit more breaking news, I've just uh, uh, updated my Facebook page, and the fifth anniversary edition of Drop Bear Gaming is now trending. That's not. I'm bullshitting. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> it's like what? Yeah, Did someone about, steal our name five years about ago? Obama, and then there's Cadbury cream eggs and earthquakes and Dropper Gaming. Fuck, like, I don't know. Weird. Anyway, um, I think Dropper Gaming bigger than cream eggs. <laughs> <laughs> bigger, bigger than earthquakes. <laughs> anyway, All right. I think that pretty much brings us to the end of the show. Um, yeah. Guys, thank you both very much for coming on this one. It's a special one for us, so we do really appreciate your insights and your uh, memories and and help with uh, us talking shit or a little less shit. Total pleasure. (laughs) Thanks for having me. No problem. I'll I'll gladly get up at 3 a.m. anytime to do this. (laughs) (laughs) I was saying before we started recording that it's this is episode 91, so we're like really like five months away from episode 100. Yeah. (laughs) There Potentially five to seven months <laughs> away from episode 100. Dude, you should do episode 100 at Avcon in Adelaide, man. Oh, uh, when? What? Uh, when is that? I think it's like July or something, mid July or something like that. I'm not, I don't have perfect on, timing. You know. That sounds yeah. pretty good. Or yes. in America. No. No. Yes. <laughs> Sorry, Susie. Comic-Con I don't think they'll let you in the country. Mm. <laughs> that would be, be quite doable, I reckon. That would be interesting. Go and do, do a, uh, an on-the-spot for 100. We'll see how we go. Oh, uh, yeah, we'll talk yeah. about it. Yeah, see how we go. Got a bit coming up, so, yeah. But we'll definitely try and get everybody on board, hopefully everybody that's ever had anything to do with the show. Um, yeah. We'll get we'll get SO back and you know, a couple of yeah. I'll just I think I've still got his number. Yeah, cool. Yeah, he's ready. He blocked. He blocked me. Uh, it redirects directly to the police. And they go seriously, dude. Yeah, stop. Just ringing give it a fucking guy. rest. <laughs> no, um, yeah. Thank you very much for joining us. It, fuck, it's such a pleasure to hear your voice, Susie. 
Yeah, yeah <laughs> same here. Good on you, Susie. <laughs> even, even yeah, even though it's changed and you're turning it American, we forgive you. <laughs> you're still, you're still a drop bear to me. God damn it. <laughs> I get to educate everyone here as to what a drop bear actually is. Not. <laughs> yeah. No, no, just keep the myth alive. It's oh, of course. Yeah. Of course. <laughs> and, uh, and yeah, Chad, it's always a pleasure. Good seeing you, man. Good hanging out. Thanks for having me. No worries at all. And if anybody wants to make any comments on anything that's happened in the last five years and you want to leave us a message or you just want to tell us to get the fuck out of your ears, um, <laughs> it's been long enough, guys. If uh, you fucking hate it, don't download it. <laughs> <laughs> you fucking masochist. <laughs> but, yeah, send us a, an email at... Uh, Matt? Podcast at dropbeargaming.com. <laughs> Consistent. Pod, podcast at dropbeargaming.com. And our Facebook is dropbeargaming. And leave us an iTunes review. Fucking yeah. up. Oh Somebody, please. <laughs> um. right. It's a trap. I'm still waiting for my... I, I left you guys an iTunes uh-huh. review five fucking years ago, and I'm still waiting for my copy of AFL Live. To <laughs> yeah. me, thank Don't you. you. <laughs> I still have your copy. Yeah, it's an enjoyment somewhere. Yeah. It's the Brilliant. best coaster I've ever had. <laughs> <laughs> I, I imagine your furniture in your house. Yeah. No, we did stop promising people shit not long after that, I think. <laughs> Wise move. Yes, I'm not definitely. surprised. I've actually right. got, I've got like three, actually probably five Drop Bear Gaming shirts at home now. And like they're so easy to get made in this day and age. Mm-hmm. But I'm still like, I can't commit to giving anyway. <laughs> well, I still never know five. when you need another one. Well, I never know if I'm going to bother sending them. <laughs> yeah. I've, still, the I've still got about five or six copies of AFL Live. <laughs> yeah, we did oh, get shit. a lot. We got yeah. sent a fucking ton of yeah, copies of that game. Yeah. All right. Well, we're going to pull the plug. So thanks again, guys. Thanks, Matt. Um, right. Listen to this podcast. Tell us what you think. And you can. Uh, <laughs> I already have. Yeah, well, pretty much. And you can, uh, yeah, wait until the next one comes out, and we will talk to everybody in a couple of weeks. So thanks again. See ya. Catch ya. Bye.